Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. I'm Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran, expert, and trainer, author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I'm your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, head on over to taxcellacademy.com. Again, that's taxcellacademy.com. All right, guys, today we'll be discussing valuing real estate. The values of real estate are what we base our max bid amounts off of. They are the reason that we make money or we lose money. There really isn't much as important as the value of the real estate that we're buying. It is our investment. So how do we value real estate? Well, there's a few different ways to do it. The first one is going to be the income capitalization approach, which places a value on real estate by the income that that real estate produces. This is primarily going to be for income producing properties, of course. You also have the cost basis approach. And in this type of approach, you take the value of the improvements on that property, less depreciation, and then you add in the land value. And this is typically going to be used for the more unique properties. And then we have the comparable sales approach which is what we're going to be focusing on. This approach will apply for 99% of the properties that you're ever going to purchase at tax sales. The comparable sales approach is based around the premise that a buyer will not pay more for one property than he could pay for an equally comparable property. In other words, if you have two homes side by side and they are exactly alike and one property is 100,000 and one is 120,000, every single buyer is going to pick the house that is $100,000. So in this episode, we're going to go over a summary of the comparable sales approach. Now, you can get an appraiser's license and spend a few hundred hours worth of training, a year's experience, and pass some state boards if you want to become an appraiser to know everything about buying real estate. So understand this is a, just a little overview for you guys. All right, the first step is going to be to understand the property that you're looking at, the property that you're interested in purchasing. This is called your subject property. If you don't know anything about your subject property, well, you can't move forward in, in valuing that property. So learn about that subject property, the type, the area, the size, the condition, all that type of stuff. It's going to be very difficult to learn too much about tax sale properties, especially if you're talking about a house and you're trying to figure out what's on the inside of that house. So what you're shooting for is kind of a ballpark number. Always keep that in the back of your mind. Now, when you appraise real estate or when you value real estate in general, it's considered an art and not a science, meaning that two different appraisers will likely get two different results. You're not going to get a valuation down to the penny that everybody agrees on. They might be close, they might not be. But your goal is to provide a valuation off of what you can see based on your research and your own two eyes. Now, don't assume that the kitchen counter is going to be granite with a deep, rich, imported wood floor, crown molding, and spacious rooms. Instead, when you're valuing tax sale properties, assume that the inside is a complete disaster, that the toilets are gone, countertops are destroyed, that kind of stuff. Know what your subject property looks like, know what it's all about, and then assume the worst as far as the condition of that property. Number two, find comparable properties. Utilizing a number of the different tools that we discuss inside the academy and elsewhere, including primarily public records, you'll want to find comparable properties. There are two ways to do this. The first way is what many people actually assume to be the correct way, and that is not the correct way, but it is to search for the active listings. They go and they say, oh, that property is for sale for this amount of money. That must be what the properties are going for in this area. Obviously, it's going to be the easiest thing to find because they're actively being marketed. 
But this only indicates what your current competition is. They don't indicate what a buyer is willing to pay for something since it's still in the market and no buyer has paid that price. The best way and the true way to value real estate is by using recently sold properties that are comparable to your subject property. We refer to these as comps, which is short for comparables. The more closely that your comp resembles your subject property, the better. We're talking location, size, characteristics, condition, all that stuff. Something else to keep in mind is the date that that comp sold. It should be as recent as possible. If you find a comp and you think it's great, but it was sold last 15 years ago, that is not really gonna be a comp because the market conditions have changed so much. And of course, when you do find all these comps, be sure you take note of the sales price. And I always recommend at least two or three comps, okay? Number three, once you find these comps, you'll begin to compare them to the subject property. Take note of which one's bigger, which one's better, why it's better, better yard, bigger yard, smaller yard, more bedrooms, square footage, all this stuff. You're gonna compare them back and forth to see how you need to adjust the value, okay? So if the comparable property is bigger than your subject property, then you'll take the sales price of that comparable property and adjust it downward to reflect that. Or if your subject property is bigger than your comparable property, you'll take the sales price of your comparable property and adjust it upward a little bit. As far as the exact number, it's gonna vary from area to area and your experience will really help with that. So factor all this into consideration. At this step, you're working to determine how much you need to adjust the sell prices or the values of those comparables in relation to your subject property's characteristics, okay? It's a little bit involved here. This is probably one of the most important steps, so it's gonna take some time and some experience and some training to really get this down packed. Number four, from there, you should be able to have a solid idea of the value of your subject property. But what you can do is you can use a weighted average of your comparables and you can give a higher weight to the property that most closely resembles your subject property. So what I'm trying to get at here is if you have a piece of property that is just like your subject property, you can go ahead and place a higher priority on the value of that property when you compare it to the other two or three comps that you have. And that is perfectly fine. The closer it is to your subject property, the better. So if it's just like your subject, yes, definitely give it a high priority. Number five, of course, as a tax sale investor, we do buy in a somewhat blind manner. So we need to make adjustments to that number since we must assume that parts of the property that we can't see are gonna be in very bad condition. And also assume the worst and that you undershoot the value. So if it's better than expected, you'll end up with money in your pocket. This right here is really gonna build a buffer into your valuation. That way your bid amount is gonna be reflected off this buffer, which should be very, very conservative which will make your bid very conservative. And if it's better than expected, you'll make more money. So there's a comparable sales approach in a nutshell for tax sale investors. Learn about the subject property, find your comps, adjust those comps, use a weighted average if needed, and then add a buffer in. Obviously guys, this is just a very abbreviated version. There's so much more on this. We actually go into quite a bit of detail on valuing properties in the tax sale academy since it's so important, but I wanted to provide you with just some of the basics. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. And if you haven't done so yet, please be sure to pick up your copy of Tax Sell Playbook. The book itself is completely free. We just asked for your help to cover the nominal shipping costs. And you can get that at TaxSellAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxSellAcademy.com. There's a link down in the show notes. And as always, guys, if you found this episode or any of the other episodes that we have helpful, it'll mean so much to us if you take a few seconds out of your day and leave us some positive feedback. We read each and every single one of them. And we thank you guys that have done it so far. Take care, guys, and make it a successful day. Bye-bye.